Welcome to Let There Be Vision podcast. This is Dr. Sirish Nelvigi, ophthalmologist and eye surgeon in Bangalore with you. As I discussed in my previous podcast episode of Let There Be Vision, we will discuss and try to create awareness about healthy vision. I would like to provide some awareness on pediatric ophthalmology. In this episode, I would like to discuss about breaking myths around squint. So, listen to it carefully. Remember, squint is not just an eye problem, it's a lot more than that. People with squint face prejudice and have been looked at differently everywhere they go. With the common misconceptions and ignorance existing in the society, squint often remains undetected until there are circumstances like marriage or job requirements which force a person to seek medical help. But when they seek medical help, most of the time their intention will be a cosmetic correction. Children suffering from squint tend to have lower self-confidence and are more introvert, which affects their speaking and reading abilities. Squint, which is a misalignment of the visual axis, is a common problem among children. For years, people suffering from squint are left untreated as many feel that the problem may ward off on its own. Let's also talk and throw light around some of the myths associated with squint. The first one, which is common, says that the squint goes away on its own. Many people are under the impression that squint goes away on its own with time. Early diagnosis and treatment are essential to prevent the risk of developing a lazy eye or amblyopia, a condition which occurs due to abnormal vision development and happens in one eye. The nerve pathways between the eye and brain don't work together and the brain can't recognize the sight from one eye. With time, the brain depends more on the other eye, which is the stronger eye, while vision in the weaker eye worsens. There are chances to develop further complications like vision loss, double vision and mental stress due to low confidence. There is no treatment available is that this is another common myth which is common. Treatment for squint is indeed possible. The ophthalmologist needs to understand the underlying cause of the misaligned eyes. The possible causes of squint in adults are thyroid, diabetes, stroke, brain tumors, unbalanced muscles and also myasthenia gravis. Based on the patient's condition, your eye doctor will provide the proper consultation and the treatment that will go with the specific eye problem. After doing a comprehensive study of the inner parts of the eye and a thorough eye checkup, your eye surgeon will advise appropriate surgical therapy. In some early squint cases, the ophthalmologists recommend practicing eye muscle exercises which may help align the eyes. These exercises involve practicing coordinated movement and inward focusing of the eyes. With time and sufficient practice, these eye exercises can help you focus on nearby objects. Strabismus treatment needs to be early and aggressive and is considered a last resort by doctors. The com- other common myth is that squint is more of a cosmetic problem. In fact, the truth is it is foremost a functional problem of the eye. Squint surgery should not be considered just for cosmetic reasons. Early detection can de- prevent vision loss and binocularity. A patient dealing with squint can see the world with only one eye at a time. Therefore, the squinting eye can get severely compromised, permanently reducing the vision, leading to a lazy eye. 
Squint can often result from underlying severe eye diseases like a tumor in the eye cataract or infection. Immediate detection is crucial for further profound implications. It's a common myth saying that squints are congenital. Squints are not just restricted to children. It can happen at any stage of life, be it late childhood or early adulthood. Misalignment generally occurs due to loss of control on eye muscles. But depending on the severity of the problem, squint can be treated with surgical and non-surgical methods. The only difference with the surgery in adults compared to children and infants would be the functional outcomes that may differ slightly. This brings us to the end of our podcast. For free resources and materials for eye-related diseases, conditions and information, head over to nellivigiihospital.com. I hope you found this podcast particularly useful. We look forward to you having to join us next week for another existing episode of Let There Be Vision podcast. Thank you so much for listening and it's me Dr. Sirish Nalivigi signing off.